0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Let's worship him together. Oh, God, you're good. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're faithful. It's going to be all right in Jesus' name. You're going to take care of us in Jesus' name. You're going to help us in Jesus' name. You're going to bless your people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy, Thank you, God. We lift you up. We exalt you today. We trust in your your hand on our lives. We trust in your word, God. We trust in you, Jesus, above everything. We trust in you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're so faithful. Thank you, God. Somebody say "Praise praise the Lord. Amen. Tell your neighbor it's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Make sure you say in Jesus' name. That's how we're going to get through it, in Jesus' name. Wow. Thank God for your spirit today. Thank God for your spirit today. Praise the Lord. Everybody, thank you, Jesus. Anybody glad to be in church today? Good. Good, 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 good. I hope that when you come to church you feel better when you leave you ought to you ought to feel better doing church wrong if you don't feel better when you leave this is a safe place to open up before the Lord, it's a safe place to be real not a good place to hide not a good place to to hide no reason to hide here thank you to God, let's go to John 14 I hope you're reading your Bible through this year with us there's a lot of you reading your Bible through. It feels good, you know. When when you read your Bible every day, you know that's one less thing the devil can lie to you about. You don't love God. You know what you say when the devil says you don't really love God. You Not know to make you say, "Well, I prayed today. I read my Bible today." Those are two things that you can have in your ammunition. And that's why it's so key for you to have some commitments you stick to. Because the enemy wants to tell you you're not going to make it. Lies to you. But when you do those things, you make sure God is first in your life. And it really builds your, your faith in that you can make it. Thank God. Jesus' name. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Jesus wants to be with us. And we we should want to be with Him. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. You know. Everybody say, we know. Thomas said in verse 5, Lord, We do not know. (laughs) Jesus said, you know. Thomas says, we do not know. Thank you, Thomas, for being honest. We call him Doubting Thomas. He's Honest Thomas. Because some of y'all just would have been like, yeah. Yeah, we know. Where is it at? (laughs) You wait till he leaves and talk about him behind his back. But Thomas is like, hey, so question, we don't know. You, you think you've done a good job telling us, but maybe I've done a bad job receiving it. I do not know where you're going or what you're talking about, so help a brother out. Because I don't know. I don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him in verse 6, I am the way. You know me. When you know me, you know the way. He said, I am the truth. You know me, you know the truth. He said, I am the life. You know me, you know the life. Jesus was connecting the revelation that where we go is the same as who we know. (laughs) That you know where to go when you know who to follow. You know who to be like. You be like Jesus and you've got everything you need. Everything we need is in Jesus. He's saying, I've spent so much time with you that that's how you know. Everything you've learned about me is the, is the direction, the path. No one comes to the Father except through me. What's that all about? It's the whole story of, of the Bible in one sentence. It's the whole story of the Bible in one sentence. You can't get to the Father except through Jesus. There's a divide. There's a disconnect. Jesus is the bridge. Jesus is the bridge. He's the intercessor. He's the mediator. He's the go-between. Y'all, we're, we're stuck on two opposite ends between our sin and His righteousness. Our farthest from Him, and He is so far from us because we are so disobedient. But because of Jesus, there is now a great bridge between sinners and Savior. Because of Jesus. We know the way to the Father. I love it. Verse 7, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it would be sufficient. We'd be very happy today if you could show us the Father. Show us the God of the Old Testament. And Jesus said in reply, Uh, Have I been with you so long? Where's the Father at? I've been with you all along. I don't know how people believe in more than one God. I do not know how people think that Jesus is not the Father. Jesus is the visible of the invisible. Jesus is God with us. Same God. He's just a bridge now. He's connected to us. Thank you, Lord. And yet you have not known me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? That sounds like one to me. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Look at the connection between God that was far and God that is close. Look at the same God that was over there is now here. And all I can see is a bridge. All I can see is a bridge. And when I think of Jesus, I think of a bridge. I think of a bridge that's connecting two divides. And so today I really wanted to take time and talk about becoming bridges in a divided world. Becoming bridges in a divided world. Everybody say in Jesus' name. God bless you can be seated. We're glad you're all here. That's it, Brother D.C. Ready for the word today, brother. My man is excited today. Thank God for Brother D.C. getting excited. Our church needs a whole lot more black people in it Because they know how to say, "Amen," and get excited and shout. Thank God. Longest bridge in the world. The longest bridge in the world, I hope I don't cuss, but is the Dan Yang, Kun San, Grand Bridge in China. Y'all still okay? Okay. I typed it out and I looked up pronunciations and I made sure, to say it slow. You get one letter wrong, you're going to have to repent. Y'all, this, this bridge is 104 miles long. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ain't going. <laughs> Where's the boat? Where's the boat? Where's the helicopter at? But you ain't me on the 104-long bridge stuck out there in the middle somewhere in the water with my car. No way, especially electric vehicles. <laughs> Chinese people love electric vehicles. Guarantee you they ain't going to be driving that, that bridge without a full charge. So the, uh, the Dan Yang Kunsoon bridge, Grand Bridge was not only built to withstand seismic activity from earthquakes, you better believe it, better, better be, but also from extreme weather, such as typhoons. Those are what we call like hurricanes. And even can take the hit from a 300,000-ton naval vessel. They made themselves a nice bridge. That bridge right there is very important because that bridge connects Shanghai to Nanjing in China. Bridges connect us. My family and I went down to the Florida Keys. It's very pretty down there. Maybe do it one time in your life. It's probably not worth twice, in my opinion. Kind of a party area down there. But uh, it was really cool because it was island after island after island connected by bridges. In fact, when there was a Uh, A a hurricane that came through, uh, I believe it was last year, through the Fort Myers area, Um, it destroyed an area we went into, Sanibel Island. There's one road in, one bridge, and that bridge was destroyed. All those people were trapped on that island. Think of the importance of bridges. Bridges give us the ability to drive or to walk to new places with stability, with sure-footedness. They are built during peacetimes and oftentimes destroyed during war times. Bridges are built on top of piles, and the piles are simply large post supports that are hammered deep into the hard rock below the soft, muddy waters. They have to get down to where the rock is at for stability so that the bridge can be built. So that two places who cannot access each other can now be accessed together. I am so thankful for bridges. I am so thankful for places I get to go now because someone invested the time to produce a bridge. I can imagine always having to ferry I can't imagine having to pull my vehicle onto a boat and wait and go over or load on a boat and get my stuff out of my car, onto my boat, back across, unload the boat. I'm so thankful for easy access to unique places. I'm so thankful for easy access to places I could not connect to if it had not been for the bridge builder. The bridge is so key. The bridge opens up brand new opportunities, brand new worlds in the beginning God and humanity were divided. They were two islands, two islands that could not access each other. Because when Adam, the first man, disobeyed God, God removed Adam and his wife Eve from that garden of Eden, his own presence, because God is holy. And now, humanity had made the choice to sin and turn against God and become unholy. So the Bible says that God removed Adam and Eve out of his presence and an angel with a fiery sword blocked the doorway and now there is a massive gap between humanity and God. This was not the will of God. It was God's will to be close so that where I am, you may be also. It's the will of God that God will be close to his people. But because of our selfish choices, we have created a divide between us and God. And then we have in the Bible Jesus Becoming the ultimate bridge. Even before there was a division or a gap between God and humanity, there was a plan to reconnect the disconnected because the Bible tells me that Jesus is the Lamb slain from the foundations of Of the world. Jesus is not a last minute emotional decision to save us. Jesus is the fully capable deity hero that was prepared to save in the chance that anybody ever needed saving. Jesus was not an afterthought. Jesus was a forethought. Jesus was the plan to rescue people that don't know how to take care of themselves. Jesus was the plan to be the fullness of God, rescuing humanity. Before we were ever in trouble, God had a way out. Is anybody thankful today that God has a way out before we ever find our way in? Our God is so great, He has a plan before we're in trouble. Thank you, Jesus. Why why did God make man to fall? Because God's a Savior. Why did God make man with the ability to fall? Because God's a Savior. What's the point of a man that doesn't need a God? What's the point of a man that doesn't need his God? God made man to where he would need God. Because God is a giver. God is a life giver. God is a sacrificer. God is a rescuer. God is a hero. God is someone that can come save you. I don't like the fact that man was made with the ability to fall. But you ought to like the fact that God has the ability to save. It doesn't matter that we fall. What matters is God can lift. God can save us. Jesus is like the military reserves. Yep, military reserves. He is ready to save before there's anybody to save. We got a bunch of soldiers sitting around playing cards, eating nachos, waiting on something to happen. And they are itching to go rescue somebody. They have waited their whole life for the chance to save somebody. They've been training. They've been preparing. They've been lifting weights. They've been shooting guns. And they have nobody to save yet. But they're in reserves. They're waiting in preparation for the day that some conflict may happen. They've been getting ready before there was ever a reason. Because we know there will come a day where they will have to step up and save somebody. Jesus was the military reserves. He was the plan of salvation before before there was ever a conflict. <laughs> <yemek popcorn> Jesus uh, was the finder before anybody was even misplaced. He was the comforter before there was even a conflict. He was the savior before there was ever any suffering. He was the lifter before the letdown. He was fully God before we were fully lost. That's Jesus. You see, we didn't see the fullness of Jesus in the beginning, but we do see the fullness of God in the end. For Jesus is the full revelation of God. Jesus is not the mutated God. Jesus is not the evolved God. Jesus is not the upgraded God. Jesus is the well-known God. Jesus is the same God you know everything about. Jesus is the God you can touch. Jesus is the God you can be around. Jesus is the God that can be around you. Jesus is the God that you can see and you can hear and you can hug and you can know. Jesus is the same God but now he is with us. Jesus is the same God that he's always been, but in the New Testament, he is the visible God. He is the touchable God. He is the reachable God. He's just as holy as he was in the garden with Adam and Eve. But now, he's just as human as Adam and Eve. He didn't stop being holy. (laughs) He just added on humanity. Holiness, humanity, holiness, humanity, heaven, (laughs) earth, (laughs) righteousness, uh, unrighteousness. Uh, He became the bridge, church family. He became the middle ground. He became the access. Uh, He became the hope of humanity that's lost. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus uh, is as much human as humanity While remaining the only deity, that's our God. Let me say it like this. He is just as much connected to this side of the river as he is to that. He's the same God on both sides of the river. He's the same God. He's the same God on that side of glory as he is on this side of glory. He's the same God on that side as he is on this side. But because he's the God also on this side, we have access to that side. Anybody thankful for the bridge today? (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for the bridge. It feels like one bridge. But the difference is where the bridge was started from. The bridge was started from heaven. And it made its way to earth. It did not start on earth. Because we can't afford to build a bridge like that. Bridges cost billions of dollars. And nothing in our currency could build a bridge to heaven. But our God is faithful and rich, owns the cattle of a thousand hills. And only our God could build the bridge that costs as much to build. How much would a bridge be from heaven to earth? If It cost his life. Only our God could afford a bridge to connect to our sin. Only our God could be the one to construct such an apparatus to connect humanity to deity. Only our God could do this. And Jesus is the bridge between two opposites. He is the bridge. He's whole between holy and unholy. Between righteous and unrighteous. Between the sinless and the sinful. Between the loving and the unloving. Between the pure and the wicked. Jesus. Jesus became the bridge. Now watch this. Bridges are very, very, very expensive. And only heaven has the resource to build a bridge to fill such a gap between heaven and earth. Humanity cannot afford to build a bridge from heaven. But thank God heaven can easily afford the bridge to earth. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got good news today to tell you. The bridge is wide open. The bridge is ready. The bridge is there for you. If you want to get to your God, you can get to him. Jesus said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. Verse 23, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. The bridge is wide open. Jesus is here right now, and if you want to connect to God, you can connect to God right this very minute. The bridge is no longer under construction. We can officially now get to God. There are no excuses today. Whatever you're going through right now, the bridge is wide open. Whatever you're Facing right now, the bridge is wide open. It's stable. It's built on the rock. It's built on the rock. It's built on the rock. You can go across the bridge without fear. You can go across the bridge without worry. You can get to God right this very minute. Everybody say, it's open. We can officially get to the Father. The next thing about the bridge, when you pray, Matthew 6 and 10, you say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The bridge is open, and so guess what? We can officially receive heavenly merchandise now because the transport's open. Whatever is happening in heaven can happen on the earth. Whatever is now happening there can happen in here. Because the bridge is open when we pray, we can pray for heavenly things to get to earth. We can pray for things that happen in heaven to get to right here in this service right now. Because the bridge is open, we can get to the Father. And because the bridge is open, things in heaven can get to us. Whatever you think you need that you can't find in this earth, you can find in prayer. Because of the bridge, because of Jesus, when we pray, we have access to heavenly merchandise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anybody glad the bridge is open today? We're not done yet. The bridge is open. We can receive merchandise, but let's keep going. Matthew 18 and 18, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on the earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of you. We can build a bridge. Church family, we can officially access heavenly authority, we can get to our Father. We can get merchandise from heaven, but not only can we get to our Father and have heavenly merchandise, we can get heavenly authority. Whatever we choose to bind up, we bind it with heavenly power. Whatever we choose to loose, we loose with heavenly authority. Whatever we need, we've got it because of the bridge, because of the access to God. Thank God for the bridge. Y'all, we're not taking advantage of the bridge. We are not using the bridge. We are not using the bridge. Jesus uh, is the connecting piece. Uh, Jesus is the connecting piece. Uh, Everything we have need of is found in Jesus. There are no excuses. There is nothing out of reach. There's nothing we can't have. Thank you, Jesus. There should be more loosing and binding of things with heavenly authority. There should be more agreeing and gathering together. And prayers in the name of Jesus. There should be more twos and threes gathered together in the name of Jesus because the Bible promises us he'll be in the midst of us. When you can learn to unify with others, the Lord can get in the midst of you. How many of you today feel like God's not with you? That's because you can't unify with anybody else in the name of Jesus. Now, you can unify in the name of the devil, but you can't unify in the name of Jesus. And when you learn to unify in the name of Jesus, he said, I will be in the midst of you. I will connect you. I will give you heavenly authority. I like it. I like it. It says in verse 19, if you can agree, if, if, if two of you agree on the earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them. Some things we don't get without unity. Some prayers God does not answer without unity. He did not build a bridge just for one. He built a bridge for all. He built a bridge for people gathered together, holding hands, working in unity in Jesus' name. What do you not have right now? Because you're not unified with somebody else over it. Hey, I got a word for somebody right now. Are you ready? Maybe, just maybe, you're not getting it because no one else in Jesus' name agrees with you. Maybe you shouldn't be asking for it. If brothers and sisters in the church don't agree, you should have it. It's called accountability. It's called making sure you're asking for the right things. If you can't get two or three spiritual folks around you agreeing on what you're praying about, then don't expect your God to answer. But when you get two or three of us together and we say, yes, you need it, yes, you deserve it, yes, you get it, Jesus said, then I will step down in the midst of you. Hallelujah, the bridge is open. You know what, it costs me more when I got to ship one thing, it's cheaper to ship everything. And we'll tell you what what moves heaven, deportation, is when two or three of us want the same package. You don't tell me God will not rush that order when everybody in the kingdom gathers together in His name and says we all want revival. You watch God pour out a blessing. You watch what God does. It's a lot easier and efficient to to pour out something from heaven when everybody wants the same thing. He can mass produce heavenly merchandise. And they were all And one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they all began to speak and they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. They all wanted the same thing and they all received the same thing. Praise God. What a revelation. Maybe some things you'll never receive until you can get your brothers and sisters to agree that you need it. And who knows what will happen. They may want it too. that's powerful right there y'all when you start to share your desires with other people in the church uh, I want to see revival brother I want to see a miracle sister it's amazing what kind of contagious faith begins to unlock uh, and Jesus says you know what I want to be in the midst of that kind of faith I want to hear that I want to send you that I want to move in that in my closing today bridges in a divided world We know, number one, that Jesus is the bridge. But we have become bridges. We have become bridges. I know you don't like getting walked on. I know you don't like getting walked all over. We have become bridges. We have become bridges. John 14 and 15, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you and I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. A little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. There's going to come a time when they will not be able to see Jesus walking around in the flesh. But my people will see me. My people will know me. My people will become the only access point that's visible, reachable, touchable, and relatable. And I will give you my same spirit and you will take over where I left off. As powerful as Jesus was, his flesh was not omnipresent. And the greatest way for us to reach this world is for the Lord to put his spirit in every single person. And make every single one of us bridges To people who are broken. Because he bridged to us. We can bridge to others. Verse 20, y'all. I'm almost done. And that day you will know that I am in my Father. Watch the connection now. And you in me. And I in you. In the beginning, he said, I'm in the Father, and the Father's in me. He didn't didn't let us get there. In the beginning, he said, now we're connected, we're one, but when I give you my spirit, let me add something to the bridge. (laughs) No longer will it just be me and God, Jesus, uh, and God being one. But when you get my spirit, all three of us will be one. The bridge is not finished if we are not connecting to other people. This bridge is still under construction. There's lots of people I haven't got to reach yet. We who have the spirit of Jesus have become the body of Christ that must go and connect to those who feel disconnected and divided. And how many people do I know feel cut off? Divided and lonely right now. What are we going to do about it? We're going to send the same love that Jesus shared with us. We're going to sacrifice the same way Jesus sacrificed for us. We're going to build a bridge from our comfort zone to where they're living. So they have access to us. And therefore have access to Jesus. Access to heaven. The access to heaven is through the body of Christ. Because we are the last section of the bridge. We are the last extension to the world. We have become the last leg of connection to a godless society. And you and I have become the church, the bridge to broken people. And we've got to realize That we can't send God without sending ourselves. We have become the body that can be hugged, watched, touched, felt, and seen. We have received the spirit of intercession. We have received the spirit of mediation. We have received the power to connect heaven to earth. We have received everything we need to take broken, godless people and and grab a hold of them and link them up with a God of holiness and righteousness. Everybody say, I'm the bridge. You know what that means? It means you're human. And you're spiritual. It means you're holy. Holy. And still can have a good time, let your hair down, and relate to sinners. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been through that. Yes, you have. Yes, you are. God, help us understand the revelation of the bridge today. Because you and I have been called to be holy, but to be very present to unholy people. We have called to be the answer. We've been called to be the connecting piece that's missing in the world. There are broken and lonely people even in this place right now that don't feel connected to God because God moves through His people. And we've got to have one hand on God and not one hand on the world, one hand on broken people. I don't believe in the doctrine of one hand in in, in in the world on God and one hand on worldliness. I believe in one hand on God and one hand reaching for broken sinners. I believe in one hand on the healer and one hand seeking those who need healing. I believe we're the hope of the world, we're the bridges now, and we ought to be vocal. We ought to be at his service, we ought to be connected to our Father. We're the bridges, y'all. We're the hope of the world. And we've been called to love this city like Jesus loved us. We've been called to reach out to people. But you know why it doesn't work? It doesn't work whenever you only reach out and don't stay connected to Jesus. You get burnt, you get spent, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. But when you stay connected to the Father, when you stay connected to heaven, your bridge has purpose. God forbid we become a bridge with no middle God forbid we become a people that look like a bridge on one side, but we have no connect on the other. All our outreach and all of our hugs are nothing without a prayer life. All our invitations, all of our promotional videos is nothing without a connection to the Father. In daily devotion and prayer, we've got to take both ends of the bridge and protect them. Hey, watch this. Oftentimes Jesus said this. He said, it's not me saying it. It's the Father that's saying it. Brother Joe, it's not me. It's not personal. God said it. I don't have the words to say, Pastor. Not supposed to be your words. Do you know why you're saying I don't have the words? Because you've got one part of your bridge built. I feel the Holy Ghost trying to talk to somebody right now. We are not adequate enough. All we are called to do is stay connected to both sides. That's it we're conduits that God works through we don't have the answers we don't have the healing we don't have all the all the hope but he does so all we've got to do is build a bridge to Jesus and he will flow through us and speak through us and he will move through us and we'll get walked on and trampled on and stepped on just like he did but we will build people to Christ I don't know who the Holy Ghost is reaching for today, but I know the Lord sent me here to tell you and remind you that He has become our bridge, and now we have become the bridge. And we can't be silent, and we can't be quiet, and we can't be still. We've got to be very active in prayer, very active in devotion, and very active at reaching out to people. Y'all, we're bridges. We're not God. I don't know what to say. You're not supposed to. You don't have to. Just be there. You know what's cool about a bridge? Bridges just need to be there. Just be there. Just be there. Just be stable. Whoa! I feel the Holy Ghost talking to someone. Just be there. Just be connected. And just be stable. Just be there. Just be stable. Just be connected. I think people can figure it out. Is that the father? Is that the hope? You have made a way. That's right, brother. That's right, sister. I can't make you walk. I cannot make you go. But I can take away every excuse. You know what the world needs? The world doesn't need someone to go slap them in the face and force them to go to heaven. You can't do it that way. You know what the world needs? The world just needs to know there's a way. Y'all, I'm amazed at how many people don't want to be saved. I'm amazed at how many people have cancer and they're dying and they could care less about getting right with God. I'm amazed about church folks who don't care about God. I'm amazed about people who look like they're spiritual and yet they don't have any fire. They've lost their life. I'm amazed at people that don't want to go down that road. And I can't change it. But you know what I can do? I can be a bridge. For while we were yet sinners, Christ was building a bridge for us. (laughs) When we were looking like we would never walk on the bridge, he was still building the bridge. Build a bridge because the bridge is faith that somebody is on the way. Build a bridge because the bridge says, I believe you're coming. I believe you're on the way. I believe you're worth it. I believe that you're worth it. Woo. We haven't had 50 people get baptized in Austin yet from our loving Austin, Brother Dale. We haven't had that. But you know what we've done? We've built a bridge. That's all we can do. And when you go to bed at night, you say, did I build a bridge? Yes, I did. That's all we have to do. In this service today, before you leave, guess what? There is a bridge. There's access to God. There's a way for you to pray through what you're dealing with. There's a way for you to get free of the spirit that's attacked you. Before you had no options, but now you do. And ain't nobody can make you change. But I'm telling you right now in this room, there's all kinds of connections. There's all kinds of roads to Jesus, all kinds of roads to the Father, all kinds of ways to be free. Why in the world you would sit at the edge of the bridge with access to hope and just stay there, I do not know. But I've come to tell you today there's hope. There's a way out. There's a connecting piece. You're not alone if you don't want to be alone. You're not alone if you don't want to stay alone. Jesus is the bridge. And if you've got his spirit right now, you have become the bridge. Sometimes all people need is, I'm here for you. Come here, let me grab your hand. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm not the answer, but I'm connected to the answer. I'm not the hope. Don't think it's about me. It's about him. There are people in this place today, you need an answer from God. You need an answer to God. God. There are people today in this place you you feel disconnected. But you're at the right place. Because man, right now it's never been easier to that's why church works so good. It's never been easier to get to God in church. Let's all stand today, close our service. Thank you, Lord. Become the bridge. Become the bridge Jesus is the bridge thank God he's reached out to us we don't deserve it thank God our church is moving into a, a season of becoming ministers it's moving to a season of becoming ministers and becoming ministers is becoming bridges It's all it is and I just want that anointing, that calling to get a hold of every believer who's full of the Spirit today. It is not our fault if people don't make it. It is our fault if we don't reach out, stay stable, and stay connected to the Father. That's going to be on us. Here's what I want to happen today. Two things. I want people that feel disconnected to get into a prayer meeting. To where you can get back linked up with the Father. We all go through seasons where you don't know where God is. But somebody else beside you does. How many of you can say, you know what, Pastor? I'm doing pretty good right now. I know where he's at. Raise your hand. And there's others in this room right now that you're saying, I don't. I feel like an island to myself. I feel all by myself. I feel alone right now. And you're going to have moments in your life where you're going to wonder where he's at. But guess who's going to come through for you? Some faithful saint of God who got up this morning praying and praising and giving God thanks, uh, who knows his address, who's connected to the Holy Ghost, uh, is going to grab a hold of you and help you get back to the Father. To become a bridge, you have to receive a bridge. That means you've got to be willing to let somebody help you. We're all in this together. We're all linked to the same Father. So whether it's beside you at the front, get connected. So the flow can happen through our church. Here's what I want to do. I want to open up the front today for everyone today who just says, you know what, I want to be a connection and I want to have a connection. There's two people today. I want to be a connection and I want to have a connection. I want you to come this front as close as you can and we're going to pray together in Jesus' name that whoever needs a miracle can receive it, whoever needs encouragement can have it, that we can let an anointing flow through us today, right now in this service, uh, that everyone who needs hope can have it.